I don't know. All my life has been very different. I don't be since Colombia. Since I live in Colombia, I think since I have memory, I don't like to be the same stereotype that every girl is. Sadly, is I know I'm going to say this, but this is like real. Latin culture have a stereotype of girl. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Nascada Podcast. I'm your host Zeke, and in this episode I have my fame, one half of Keeping Monster, to speak about starting a business and being an artist. You can find out more about Keeping Monster by clicking the link in the description below. I'd like to give a content warning for you on this using this episode and hope we have a nice day and enjoy the show. So, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for inviting me. No problem. I'm, thank you for being I'm very honored, very honored to be here. This is amazing. <laughs> Thanks. And so the first question is, what would you, what would your um, origin story be and how would you represent it? My origin, um, well, I'm a, I'm born, I was born here in Queens, New York, uh, but my roots are, um, my mom is Colombian. So when my, pa- my parents get separated, I was raised in Colombia. My mom took me to Colombia. And so I'm Latina, Latina represented, Latino gang here. And I came back to New York nine years ago with uh, something in mind to bring to life all my creations. Uh, I'm, my background is graphic design. So I finished graphic design in Colombia. And right now I'm finishing um, animation and digital art. Um, I have associated animation and motion graphics from Borough Manhattan Community College. And now I'm finishing my bachelor's uh, on the City College of New York with digital art. Um, and of course, my goal is get into animation business with all my creations and maybe get into one of those big, big animation studios. But who knows? Like, that is my goal. But also my goal is get into the toy collector's world and like feel that everybody feels identified with my my art um like that create that connection with people um so i i'm one of those latinas who came back here well i was born here but well i'm colombian and so i'm just trying to make it here again and make my name that out there i have a partner in this business um and he's also a graphic designer. He's also Colombian. Uh, we've been creating this since 10 years ago. Um, but uh, in Colombia, it was more difficult because um, he is not as an artist environment that supports artists like um, United States. Like 
I feel that the United States support more the artist industry than maybe our country. So it's kind of hard to 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 get big there. So he's he's here with me, but uh, he couldn't make it right now to the interview. He was working. So, uh, but yeah, he's also a big part of this. Um, I'm more a designer and he is more of the, who manage the things, who the produce the things. So uh, he also have a design, um, but uh, yeah, I'm the main designer in, the, in this thingy. So we are, we are trying to make it out there and we feel very proud that we are trying to toys now we're making toys and that that's something that we wanted to do like for two three years nice so before we get into that how would you represent your um or just say what kind of medium would you choose my medium um for for my art right like i i'm very old school like when i start drawing i start drawing uh pencil paper that is my my main but four years ago i started drawing an ipad so for me right now digital art becomes something that is very important um make it the life easier right um also i'm a painter so i paint big paints and uh, I do uh, oil. I paint in oil um, and acrylic too, also watercolor. Uh, but um, I focus in oil. So being tran transfer my old world to this digital art is being rough, but at the same time it's being very fun because it makes the life easier for you. So it's kind of like, okay, I don't have to take a good photo of this. I don't have to scan this. I have it already here. So I've just transferred for an iPad to a computer and I can do whatever I want with it. Right. So it makes the life very easy. So right now, yeah, digital art is my main right now. Got it. Got it. With digital art. In animation, I did a little animation before, it's very tedious. So with animation, what kind of keeps you going with do all that? Uh what keeps me going? Working hard. My mom and my auntie <laughs> and my cats. Um yeah, I have a small family. Um my mom and my auntie are in Colombia. I'm here by myself. And well, I have my friend. Um is he's been with me for all this time. Um, so yeah, is that is my motto. Have them good. My mom, they feel very, even though that I didn't make it big yet, or like I'm not the big artist or anything, they feel very proud of me. Um, and I love them so much. So that is my goal, like keep it going keep it going to make one day have them very good, you know, financially and everything. So that is my, my every day when I wake up is like, okay, let's go to do this for them. 
and my babies, my cats, <laughs> uh, they, if I don't have them, it will be so difficult to be here without my mom and my auntie. So, oh, so I brought one of my cats from Colombia. So, <laughs> so yeah, that, I think that is my motivation every day to keep going. And of course I want to get better. I want to for myself. I want to feel proud of myself. Um, right now I'm very happy with what I'm doing. Uh, I like when somebody see my art and feel that connection and they're like, oh, that's me. Or wow, I love the the style. I love the aesthetic. Um, so that is that is feel you like is warm for my heart to to make that connection with the people with my art. Got it, got it. And since you've been doing this for like 10 years, what kind of, how have you like grown and changed over the last 10 years? Oh, it's been a lot. Um, the aesthetic keeps the same because I, my, my, like my idols are Tim Burton, Hayao Miyazaki from Studio Ghibli, um, uh, Mark Ryden is a famous weird painter. <laughs> um, John Vasquez is the creator of uh, Invader Sim. Um, so it's a combination of cute, kawaii, but at the same time, creepy with this little spice of Halloween theme. So um, that doesn't change at all. What it changed is like, of course, my skills got better. Um, the movement, the characters, the faces, the emotions, I can express it a little bit more. Uh, the deep, the shadows, like uh, that, of course, with the time involved a lot. And still, I'm still learning. I'm still evolving. I'm still trying to get better with my skills to to be better every day but yeah it changed a little bit from from then and now just just a little bit not too much <laughs> and let's go to like the beginning so what kind of got you into like designing your art wow when i was a kid i wanted to be an architect i was into creating buildings, designing buildings, because one of the, my, in my high school, they make us to make the, the thing for our house. So I did my house in a small scale with all the small details, even my dogs at the time, I did them. So it was very fun. Uh, but in the moment that uh, the last year when I was going to graduate, I knew the architecture have math. <laughs> I'm good at math. I was good at math in, in high school, uh, but I didn't want that for my life. So I made my research and in Colombia, we don't have animation schools. I don't know now. I'm talking like long time ago. Uh, like 15 years ago that I graduated. Um, so 
it was difficult for animation and everything. So it was the most closer thing that I couldn't find lens uh, art. It was graphic design. So I get into graphic design. I fall in love with graphic design. Uh, but it's still, I keep going with my drawings, with my characters, I because I want to be a character designer. So I just keep creating all these little monsters, all these little girls. Um, and, and in the back of my heart, I just say like, maybe one day I can study animation. And well, I had the opportunity to come back here. Um, was something that it was not planned. I never thought that I was going back to US, to New York, uh, but it happened. It happened and I'm very happy here. Um, and I had the opportunity, thanks to my friend, uh, to go back to, to school. Uh, he supported me in that moment. And well, um, I'm getting to school and I start animation and I cry the first class of animation because I couldn't believe that I was studying animation. Um, so yeah, that is, I think that the motivation, it was there. It's good that I have my background as a graphic designer, but I think, um, I remember I met in the New York Comic Con, uh, one of the members of Good Charlotte, I don't know if you know that punk rock 2000 music group. Uh, so that was one of my favorite uh, bands in the moment. And one of them um, is graphic designer and also illustrate, he do illustrations and animation. He had his stand in the artist alley and i know he was the one who designed the video for predictable that is my favorite video from them and that style that animation when i was in high school well yeah i was in high school no i think i wasn't i start college there and in, in colombia and i fell in love with that and that video makes me want to study animation so when i met him and i told him that and it was something that i think i feel so blessed because i told him to one person who made me get into animation hey because of you your video and your animation i decide to follow this so it was something cool Like that little spark that's saying, like, okay, this is a good path to go on, like that sign you had. Yeah, yeah. So in New York Comic Con, it was in Aris Alley. I bought his book, one of his books, animated, like the cartoons. So I was like, hey, you can sign me this. Like, I know who you are. I'm from Colombia and I follow you since day one because, because your animation video, let me go like study that and i'm finishing my school right now so i just have this semester and i'm graduating so it was very cool that was three years ago 
Nice, nice. And since you like work with a partner in the business, how is that bouncing each other ideas off each other, building with each other? Oh no, he's he's a person that uh, he he really likes my art. Um, and he have his own style too. So his style is very simple. I'm very detailed. <laughs> so we contrast each other, but um, he don't have too much time to design. I don't have too much time either, but I'm focused more in designing. So he just likes what I do. And he, he, we share ideas. It's like, Hey, do you saw this? Like, yeah. Oh, I'm doing this. Do you like it? Do I change something? Mostly we don't change anything. Um, we, we have really good, um, like connection in the art. Um, and we just trying to get better is in the production part to make the things good. Uh, the people don't complain about uh, any malfunction or if broke is, is bad, the quality is not good. So we focus more in that uh, because like the design part, I think he, he really likes what I do and I'm happy with that. I'm very happy that he support me and with my art since day one. Um, he also have a really cute designs, but he's more simple. So those designs, I think we're going, we're going to create another line of creepy monster or that line to make his designs go in another, in his direction. So we may be going to have two different lines, but uh, yeah, for the moment we are trying to stay with the creepy cute aesthetic. Got it, got it. And earlier you talked about like toys production. How's that whole process been? Oh, it's been hard. It's been hard. Uh, we fall in love of that because we went to, in 2018, or two, yeah, I think 2018, uh, we went to Five Point Festival in Brooklyn. Um, that was one of the first conventions that we went to to see like collectors, like the line, it was big. Like one toy was more than $500, one small toy. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that small toy is $500. And more toys, like depends on the, like the artist. It was a, a thousand something and people buy it. And I was like, oh, wow. That sounds nice and you can make art and you're happy and you make money so why not and it was really funny because i met another artist that i follow long time ago um and i have a picture with that with him and like he is amazing and and it was really cool to to see like hey this is our, the artists that I know that I follow a long time and they are here. So I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I want this. You like it? And he said like, yeah, this is cool. We should try. So we did our research, how to make toys, how this, the problem is both we work uh he 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 worked really hard i'm going to school i have to work 
and I don't have too much free time. So how we do this? <laughs> oh, okay. So a lot of people start with resin, uh, make the molds and, and all that. We don't have time for do that. So we bought a 3D printer. So that was our PLA. So it was like a filament that it calls PLA. So it melts like the, the, the filament, like the plastic, and it starts creating the toy. It was fun. It was really good at the moment. But of course, technology advanced every year and everything gets better. And right now, the toys is much easier to do it with a 3D printer resin. So we are doing that right now with the 3D printer resin. Um, I'm not good in 3D yet. <laughs> so I have my classmates who are good in 3D. Um, they help me. Uh, so I pay them for his work because that is work. So I pay for their time for their, for their work. I give them my design and they transform it in a 3D model. Um, of course, they do an amazing job. Um, shout out to Nico and Joel. <laughs> they are my friends who are helping help me with that. Um, they're amazing 3D artists that I know one day they're going to make it very big. Uh, so I'm very honored and proud of them and they work with me. So right now we have four designs of toys. Mm. And we started doing it in a PLA. So we have a lot of bunch of them in PLA. And right now we are creating them in uh, the 3D resin. Um, and they debuted in the Brooklyn and then in Brooklyn Comic Con. Nice. And like see like delegate, you see you find people with skills, you're like, I can use them and pay them for their skills. And uh, then in turn makes it easier in my end. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Like I have to like we have to support each other. Like an artist in the artist environment, if we don't support or help each other, like it's going to be difficult to everyone. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a envy person. I'm not a jealous person. I, I want everybody to get good, everybody to get famous, everybody to get big, uh, because like that way we're going to be happy. Like well, the main goal of our life is be happy, um, do what we love. And for me, that is the most important thing in, in being the artist environment. Uh, so it's, it's really good that to see my classmates that like, they're so good. Like, Hey, let's work in this. Maybe one day you never know. <laughs> also, you can use it for your portfolio. Oh, let's do it. And they had time at the moment right now. They don't have so much time. Uh, so they have time in the moment and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, and then when everybody gets bigger, you're like, hey, I know somebody can help me with this, be part of the company, be a bigger company. Everybody. Yes. You know, it's feeding, eating. 
Yeah, that's true. So how is studying animation in terms of a classroom setting? Uh, student animation is like, we have a class. We have different classes. We have 3D, 3D class and we have 2D. I'm focused more into the animation. Why? Because when I was growing up, when I was a kid, of course, Looney Tunes was one of the main things. Uh, so anime also, and all that is 2D. Right now, of course, animation involves a lot. So they mix 2D with 3D and transform all these big animations. Amazing. But like I say, I'm very old school. So Studio Ghibli is one of the studios, animation studios that make me fall in love of anime and, and the, this traditional 2D animation. Um, and uh, I don't know, I grew up watching a lot of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh i watch beetlejuice a lot so one of my favorite it was beetlejuice uh nickelodeon is big part of my life uh our real monsters dog um ah uh, my god it's like amazing invader sim so it's 2d animation for me is 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 one of my main goals so studio animation, 3D is being very hard for me. Uh, we have the classes. I have an amazing, amazing professors. Um, I have Jamal, Jamal Sullivan. He is from the Borough Manhattan Community College. Um, He's an amazing artist. He worked in a lot of projects uh, and feel honored to work, to be uh, one of his students and he teach me and keeps teaching me a lot because like till now I have contact with him because I work as a TA now in in the Borough Manhattan Community College um, and right now I have Pilar Newton Pilar Newton that is um, she work in one of another favorites that is Courage the Coward Dog and also he she works in Daria, one of the MTV old school animation that I also love. Uh, and they are my 2D animation professors and they make me fall in love each day of this career and in, in this because their passion, they can transmit it to the students. And that is one of the things that you say, wow, that is a good professor. That That is beautiful how they transmit like that love and that passion for what you do. So I think I've been very blessed in this moment of my life as studying animation because I found them. Nice, nice. I was good to have people who believe in you. Sorry? It's always good to have people who believe in you. And then yes. It's true. Think. It's true. And more than that, uh, they see your progress also. Yes. Mm -hmm. Business animation. So, 
the wall design and everything. What have been like your favorite part about the whole process? The process of um, of creating all my art. Uh, it's been a long process. Uh, it's been a lot of self-acceptance too. I think uh, when you have like that, that thing in your brain that it says, you're not good enough. You're not going to make it. There's a lot of people better than you, blah, blah, blah. It's difficult, you know? Uh, imposter syndrome appears a lot. <laughs> and it's a big fight that you have to do it. Uh, I know I'm not perfect. My art is maybe for not everyone. Um, but I love what I do. I love when the people feel connected with one of my characters, with one of my my little girls or little monsters. Um, of course, after I do something, I just want to redo it because right now I say like, okay, I can do this much better. And that is the progress. That is the progress of being an artist. Uh, hey, I have this character from three, two years ago. Let's make it again and maybe I can do it better. Uh, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you have a thing in your head and sometimes it's not going to happen how you have it in your head. <laughs> but the thing is keep going, keep trying. Um, it's very frustrating when you have something in your head and doesn't came out as you have in your head. Uh, but, but I think that is the fun part of being an artist. Just let's try again. Um, the sad part is like, of course, you don't live in this moment of your life, of your art. And that is a difficult part. So you have to divide your time with a real job to sustain yourself, right? Uh, to be able to eat, pay bills and everything. So um, maybe a job that you don't like maybe a job that just is temporary because we have to think positive <laughs> i think and it have to be temporary because maybe one day i can make it maybe one day i can find the job of my dreams maybe i can be my own boss you never know like the thing is like we have to keep thinking that one day we're going to make it even though you make it when you're 80 doesn't matter that is the goal of your life right but yeah sadly at the moment we have to divide the time that is what um i compare myself in the school a lot with the kids that i study i say kids because well they're really young compared to me um so they are amazing i feel like i don't know nothing my art is nothing compared with this kids do oh my god i feel so frustrated but i have to analyze also this is our different times 
their kids, they'll still live with their parents. They still have a lot of time in their hands. Um, I have to pay the rent. I have to maintain and sustain financially my mom and my auntie in Colombia. I have to take care of myself, pay your rent, bills and everything here I by myself. So I know it sounds like excuses, but at the same time, I know it's real that I have to divide my time. And they're young. They can dedicate all the time to what they love. So um, I try to don't be so hard to myself in this process because it's hard. A lot of artists have that, that is you, we have, to, we are very hard to ourselves. Um, and it's not good. Um, right now I'm in the process that I'm loving what I'm doing, even though I know it's not perfect, but I create this. And I'm proud of this. It's been a long process to feel and say that. But I'm very happy what I'm doing right now. Be kind with yourself. <laughs> that is the first thing. Yeah, most definitely. Because sometimes when I do art and self, I see most of the mistakes instead of what I made. And I'm just like, you just got to put it out there because you kind of already finished. You just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I know like I take too long to put my art out there because I feel there was not <clears throat> enough. I feel that it was not people not going to like it. I came back to this country and I see all this different kind of arts. And when I went to the Five Point Festival, I say like, hey, I think maybe I have a little, a little opportunity to show my art and maybe one person like it. So it was very inspiring for me to see all these artists showing what they do. All these small business, all these small business owners, artists who put their things is they're putting their heart and their passion out there only for only maybe one person to like it. So I feel very inspired and I decide to do it that four years ago. Nice. And so we do like conventions and stuff, we put your artwork out there. Isn't nerve wracking when people walk past it? And try and um, analyze your work. Uh, sometimes people, it, it, like right now, I'm okay. I don't have any people that um, come to me or have bad comments about my art. To be honest, I don't have the first person who told me that for the moment that I I'm showing my art. I hear a lot of, oh, that is cool. That is so nice. I like this creepy smile of the girl or like, oh, I like this character. I have a girl who is in fire uh, with an angry face. Um, she is from a collection that is uh, for K-drama feelings. Um, and a lot of people feel identified with that girl. <laughs> 
<laughs> and to be honest, the girl looks like me. <laughs> and I didn't notice. I, a lot of people in the Brooklyn Comic Con, they say like, hey, this girl is you. And I'm like, no, that was not the idea. But now that you say, yeah, it looks like me. <laughs> so um, I think the art look, have something that I have to reflect the artist, right? So I I just reflect some of the feelings, some of the own experience in the art, I think. And I think that is the good thing. You are real. And a lot of people don't understand maybe that. Right now, something happened with the art field that is like, if I don't know it, I don't like it. Sadly, that is the truth. And um, that is why a lot of people um, don't get into new art because they have to know it to be able to like. So um, like original, original, unique art is not popping out or is not going out uh, too much is because of that. So like you have to know this character already to like it. Um, is That is why for people who do original art, like me, um, it's, it's a little bit difficult to go out there because it's a character that you don't know. It's a character that is only came out from my head. So you have to trick sometimes to get out there and maybe use a little bit of different things that already exist to put it together and combine it with your unique art to start to let the people know you. So that is, I think well, that is what is happening right now in the art. So, um, but it's still, I'm very happy with the reaction of the people. Um, I'm not big yet, <laughs> but uh, I'm very happy with the small amount of people who buy my art. I'm very thankful and I'm very grateful that how much they like it and how much Oh, yes. I love it. My mustache, T.O.P. So uh, I'm very grateful. I'm very happy uh, to people who appreciate my art. I'm very honored that uh, people buy it, right? So when you, when you choose that, that day, it makes me really happy. Thank you so much for doing it. <laughs> no problem. Nice. So let's see what else. So all of this designing and everything, and you see how like you subconsciously put your identity into it or your emotions into it, and then other people was like notice it. It's like very funny how like how our brains operate when we create things. Mm hmm. Yeah, is that connection that you make with the with the person is I think is unique, um, and is what it makes me happy to make art uh, in this moment when I go to events. Um, before I was thinking just to uh, oh okay I do my art and I put it out there, 
But in the moment that people feel like, oh, that is me. Or just like, oh, look at this girl. And th so a friend say like, oh, that is you. It's, it's going like, it's like, oh, that's cool. Like they feel identified with that character. Even though maybe it's just a new character. It's not something that exists that you know already. It's just a new character that you show up. So it's, it's nice. It's very nice. So what else can I talk about? So yeah, what if you like your designs being intricate? How come you feel like you like intricate designs? You you lead toward more towards intricate designs. My my designs. Wait, say that. Let me say that again. Like, why do you lead more towards intricate designs? That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, it makes more sense. Uh, I don't know. All my life has been very different. I don't be since Colombia. Since I live in Colombia, I think since I have memory, I don't like to be the same stereotype that every girl is. Sadly, is I know I'm going to say this, but this is like real. Latin culture have a stereotype of girls, right? And it has to be that way because if not, you're not Latina, you're not beautiful enough, or you're not good looking and enough. So all my life I've been the weirdo. So I suffered from bully. I was bullying in school and I was I study in a Catholic nun school with nuns and only girls. And sadly, that, that it was not a, a good experience. Um, even though my mom and my auntie and my grandma at the time, she was, she was life. She was li living with us. Um, they support me. They help me to get through it. Um, I think that makes my personality stronger and love my personality and don't care of enough what they say about what I like. Um, thank God I have that support in my house, right? A lot of people doesn't have it. I had it. My mom, my auntie, and my grandma helped me to keep going and finish school. <laughs> <laughs> Even though this, all these girls talk uh, BS about me, um, bully me, not physically, because it was not pushing, was not fights. It was mentally. It was like, you're fat. You're ugly you're this, you're that. Um, so I start creating all that fears and all that things in paper. So I transferred this to paper, how I see myself, because sadly that makes your self-esteem so low. They, 
it hurts a big part of your self-love. So you start believing what they say. Um, you're so fat. You're so ugly. Your smile is crooked. Your teeth are too big. Your face is too round. And all this. So I transfer that to drawings. So what I say is like, let me create all these cute little girls because to be honest, I don't draw too much boys. And the boys that I draw, they're monsters. And they learn and the girls are girls mostly hurt. So um I draw more girls at the time in that moment. And it was, I think, showing and it was my copy mechanism to survive all that and transfer that too. Because when I graduated from high school, of course, college is also a hard big part of that. Uh, because the same thing, even though I was with boys now, and of course in college you were, yeah, and you have everything together now, but now you say, they, they say like, oh, your appearance is important to like to boys, right? And if you don't look that way, it's going to make a big thing. So I transfer everything to, to my characters. And I think Um, that maybe is the style that I show up. Uh, also, I have a big influence in Harajuku fashion uh, since I was in school um, because of my Japanese part. Um, so it's, it's kind of mix of everything. So Harajuku have a lot of big culture and I follow more the Jami Kawaii style um and that style i try to put it a lot in in my art too all the harajuku style too nice and then on that note i guess we go to the last question which would be what would you name your origin story uh that question is very interesting I never thought of that, but my name, like how you name my origin story. Yo, that is so hard. <laughs> that is a really interesting question because like how I say it's been a really hard path. It's a really, it's been a really hard, hard times, a lot of, big and lows and more lows than highs and and right now is is also a difficult time and um i don't know well i think creepy monster maybe that is why the name of my store yeah surviving Um, monster zombies who are dead but are still alive and keep going. So, 
So yeah, I think that that will be creepy monster. Nice. And do you have any questions for me that you want to ask before we end? Yeah. Why you like that one? Like you went directly to that one. I was like, oh, oh, why they caught your attention of my art? Like, I really appreciate that that you were my first customer, and my yeah, and and it was really nice that you choose that specific drawing. But then I always like things that are different and out of the ordinary. So I always try to dress like that or try to um, buy things that most people wouldn't think to buy. And then I was like the mustache, like the colors. Like it's very busy, so they caught my eye. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That was, I really appreciate it. Appreciate you. And I'm very happy to be here. I really appreciate um, that you send me uh, this invitation and talk to you. Um, you're an amazing person. You're so sweet. And thank you so much for having me here. It's amazing. This is, a, it, this is another experience that I'm never going to forget. Thank you so much. No problem. We'll get many time. Thank you so much. All right. And then we get in there. That brings another episode on the Last Guy Podcast to a close. Again, you can find out more about Creepy Monster by clicking the link in the description below. For next week, I have Christian Mack to speak about being an artist. I hope you can have a nice day and I hope to see you there.